0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Contingency Plan Podcast. My name is Jedi Master David, and with me, as always, is Darth Austin. Hello, everyone. Oh, wow. Well, so, Book of Boba Fett is done. The, the show is... It, we're, we're, we're now what? We're suffering, right? We're, we're suffering.
1: We have Just nothing to talk about, right? Waiting till May.
0: <laughs> oh, goodness. Yeah, waiting till May. Um, the interesting thing about May, uh, not only... Are we looking at the Kenobi series? But we've got a Kenobi comic, too.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: So, I... I, Which is weird
1: that they tie those in. I mean, we haven't seen that in any of the other shows, so...
0: Yeah, so it looks like five. Is it five? Five issues? And are they dropping
1: those leading up to the series or Uh, after?
0: That's a good question. I just kind of rolled into one website, and it kind of... Just said dropping in May, so I, I assume beforehand would be the best thing to do.
1: I mean, I imagine they're doing the same thing as uh, with the Kylo Ren comics, you would think.
0: Yeah, true, 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 There's actually a lot coming up. I mean, there's like the Han and Chewbacca. You know, they're rolling into this whole Crimson Dawn uh, sort of thing. That they're calling Crimson Rain, which, you know, we had talked about a little while ago, the possibility. Excuse me, the possibility of like a Cura series as well on like Disney Plus, so that'll be interesting. And then I guess that there's also going to be like a Star Wars Tales for for old BK. And you had talked a while mm. back uh, when we first saw BK about. You know, oh, what if we see Obi-Wan in the scar and all that? But obviously that was past timeline, but it looks like that tales might be that confrontation in comic form.
1: Oh, cool. That'd be interesting. I think that that already kind of exists. I don't know if it's like in a book or whatever, but it'll be interesting to see, you know, visuals for it.
0: Yeah, I mean we're 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 pretty far behind in the comic world. Um, I think ideally, and by the way, folks, thanks thanks for joining us uh, today. We're we are going to catch back up on some of the High Republic. We've got issues uh, twelve through fourteen of the main line, and then issues three and four of Trail of Shadows. Um, so we'll be rolling through those today. But yeah, they're, they're I think. Um, I think ideally, maybe in the long run, we kind of look at the main line again, because I think the main line was always pretty solid, despite the whole War of the Bounty Hunters thing. Now, I already told you, I'm not interested in Bounty Hunters anymore, like the series Bounty Hunters, although with this Crimson Rain thing, I don't know. I'm,
1: I'm just, <laughs> I'm to, so noncommittal. You're forced to be... <laughs> slightly interested, unfortunately.
0: Yeah, I, I'm just so noncommittal on it because it, I, I really hate the constant tie-in thing, like just let the lines be the lines, but that just sort of seems to be the the measure of what Disney Star Wars is doing right now. Everything has to tie into each other, including the comics we're going to talk about today because they yeah. they do tie-ins as well.
1: Yeah, not like to spoil anything for these comics right off the bat, but I was kind of thinking about this earlier, and reading these comics just kind of (laughs) solidifies it. You know, we didn't mention it on uh, the finale for Book of Boba, but we had talked about previously how if you weren't a fan of Boba Fett, you weren't watching this series, you'd kind of be lost in Mandalorian, and especially after the finale, you definitely would be lost. But we're kind of running into the same issue for the comics with High Republic because a lot's happening and he's i mean right. maybe i mean we're not completely up to date with books so i don't want to put my foot in my mouth here but i feel like it, you really could be lost if you're not reading the comics and that's just not it's not mainstream i mean well, disney and- is very i don't want to say reckless about it but they're really trying to mingle all this lore in through every medium and it's yep. very different than what george did it's kind of weird
0: Right. Well, and the other thing, too, is we are technically three books behind. Now, we talked about it a little bit pre-show. I think we're skipping the audio drama unless you really want to go back to it. I I just wasn't crazy interested. But um, we are going to pop back here in the next couple weeks into those uh, High Republic books. So we've got Fallen Star, which will be next week. We also have um, Mission to Disaster, which is like Justina Ireland's sort of like young young adult thing. But we, we've kind of been curious about Vernestra for a while. And then we also have Midnight Horizon, which is Daniel Jose Older. And, you know, kind of waiting in the back, we still have uh, Thrawn, which we haven't taken a look at yet either.
1: Um, That's which, a big commitment.
0: <laughs> yeah, which I mean, the, the start of the Thrawn, the Thrawn series was really... We were really hyped about it, I think the last book we were a little cooled off a little bit just because of the way in which they were taking the story um but yeah, so there there's still there's still there's so much in in the um book universe and and kind of like we normally do, we like to throw other things in there as well, you know some series stuff some whatever stuff, so
1: not to mention jumping back into. Yeah. Uh, New Jedi Order eventually, which uh, we haven't done. New Jedi Order in so a while, on that. Yeah, I almost feel like we should plan that for like this month. I think we have two more weeks of content for the month, and it'd be kind of nice to jump back in if we get the time.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I've I've started to kind of put together another tentative calendar, kind of to see how we're doing. Um, I, I kind of want to fit in the Kenobi book at some point, like before the Kenobi series, just to do like compare and contrast.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um,
0: as we go along, and there's also, I mean, the Kenobi comic, and then there is eventually. I would like to do the, um, the what was that called? I think it was the Anakin and Obi Wan comic from like year you know years ago. I actually hmm. have it. I bought it. At, I bought a set of them in a comic shop in Michigan a few years ago. And uh, that one was always really highly rated, so maybe we'll we'll take a peek at that again. We might go a little little Kenobi heavy.
1: (laughs) Nothing wrong with that. Is it a fairly large comic series? Like twenty? No, I think I think it was like I
0: think it was like four or five issues. It wasn't very long at all. So it was definitely worth going into. Well, and you know what? Now that I think about it, I had. It's not, it's not in this room. I actually had another one, uh, another one that I wanted to take a look at, uh, which I'll talk to you uh, offline about that. Um, but I bought the trade, the, the, the trade, uh, version of that a little while ago and I was like, yeah, we got to take a look at this, um, you know, kind of for lore and I that might be legend stuff now, but anyway, we, we actually have a lot more that we need to get to. <laughs> Um, I think yeah. At first, I just thought it'd be right nice now. to get
1: it'd be nice to get all the books done before Kenobi, but now it's like, oh. well, you got the books, but there's also you know, like you mentioned with that series, it'd be kind of nice to get some more uh, Anakin and Obi content in before yeah. the show because that's just gonna take up all our time for a while, and probably weeks after the show's done, we'll probably still be analyzing it. So.
0: Maybe. Yeah, maybe. We'll we'll, kind of see. I know that that's sort of a, it's going to be a limited series. Now what limited means is dubious. Like how many episodes it's actually going to be or not, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see when we get there. I mean, those are, I think we both enjoy speculating about things, but there are some things that it's like, it's so irrelevant to speculate about. Yeah. how many episodes is it going to be? Well, that right. to me doesn't matter as much as the no. content how of the show. The content
1: because yeah. if anything, book of Boba proved that the amount of episodes does not matter because like the whole show is essentially stuffed into, I, I would almost argue three episodes of the seven episodes. Well, just all depends. actually important.
0: Yeah. If you're just solely focusing on Boba Fett, the first four episodes are for you. If you're right. interested in more of the expanded universe, then the last 3 are for you. Um so yeah, it, it's it's just it's kind of a weird 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 thing. Coincidentally a little uh, sort of side note. You remember when Mando dropped and they brought out the uh the Razor Crest Lego and how like ridiculous that was
1: and how mad people were right after it got destroyed.
0: Yeah. <laughs> after so, spending
1: like $80 on it or however much it yep. was. So they are releasing
0: like Book of Boba Fett Lego. So they have like Mando's Naboo <laughs> cruiser and and a few other things. So
1: which I mean, I'm, it is a unique cruiser, being that it doesn't have the astromech thing. But I'm not buying it. But obviously, dude,
0: I had one of those from Episode One. Okay, it was yellow, but it was huge and it had right. a little R2 in it, and it was great. So anyway, um, but yeah, now that we're about ten minutes in, how's your week been? <laughs>
1: Uh, Week's been pretty uneventful. Again, it's kind of weird talking about it. Halfway through the week, we usually record closer to, like, Friday, Saturday, but this new schedule is having us record on Wednesday. Nothing's really happened. Kind of anticipating a bit of a snowstorm for the weekend, so kind of hoping we might get Friday off.
0: Really? I guess I haven't looked at the weather.
1: Yeah, as far as uh, New Albany, where we work, and then our hometown goes, there's going to be a pretty big rainstorm tomorrow night and then it's gonna freeze overnight it's gonna be like flood flood levels of rain so sick sounds like yeah. fun yeah definitely not risking it so definitely taking a three-day weekend maybe catching up on some things that i've neglected <laughs> got taxes yeah. done so i don't have a terrible terrible stuff to look forward to this week proud welcome, of myself welcome
0: to the adult section of the podcast where we talk about <laughs> all the adult stuff we have to do
1: Yes. I did have my taxes uh, rejected for the first time this year. That was what? fun. Yes. Within oh, no. about 20 minutes of doing it. It was oh. a very stupid clerical error. Um, oh, my God. Yeah, no. She hasn't changed her name legally, uh, according yeah. to the IRS, Every even stuff. though everything else is, so I put her name in wrong.
0: <laughs> Good. Good times, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the fun. That's the fun stuff. I still need to turn mine in. I I finished it and didn't press the send button, so Yeah. Got to do that. Um y- you know how I do my like buying and selling of like guitar pedals?
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. Made so, some uh big trades here recently?
0: Uh no, not really. I mean, again, I just I like to play with stuff and then if I don't like it or I don't love it, you know, I do the 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 whoever that lady is, like hold it in your hands. <laughs> Do you feel something <laughs> if you don't feel anything, get rid of it. I'm sure that's not ex. I've never even listened to that person, but um, yeah, I guess reverb Re- reverb is like a it, it's it's been a huge music site, but they've they've always towed the line of like really uh you know kind of pissing off like musicians like you know sell uh, sale fees have gone up and all this good sort of stuff. Well, now apparently, if you sell for <laughs> a certain amount you know, there's tax forms now and everything. It's like, oh, I'm not profiteering <laughs> off this. This isn't a business. I just happen to buy some and then I sell some over the year and it adds up, you know, I just try to right. get my money back out of it. So yeah, that should be, that should be fun. So uh, the adult section of the podcast is over, but yeah, the rest of the week's been okay. Uh, just, you know, work like normal and, and not, not too much else. Um, I, am well, I guess thinking, we can kind
1: of mention it since, uh, we didn't talk about before posting we did uh have the super bowl
0: oh yeah the stupid Sunday
1: bowl? No, yeah kidding. that was yeah. entertaining we got to see uh very old rappers act like very young rappers and it brought joy to my heart it was awesome a, a lot of yeah <laughs> a
0: lot of people really enjoyed the halftime show I, I think you know heard a lot about that um so what is it Dre Snoop Dogg uh, Eminem 50, 50 Cent, Cent uh, Mary Kendrick J Lamar. Blige yeah for Mary some J. reason <laughs> well i think mary j has a new album out and then you know we had talked a little bit about you know dr dre putting out a single and then leading yeah to an which album, i finally which
1: listened to that was pretty decent
0: i haven't yeah i haven't listened to it yet uh kind of made me nostalgic for old snoop because
1: like
0: I, yeah. I i did love old old snoop but yeah. uh but yeah Dad, and, who
1: ended up going with us to Watch a yeah. game was excited about that. He was. I think that was the only person he liked out of the group. But he did always love Snoop growing up. We heard yes, a lot of our, it. So our our nice <laughs>
0: nice old white father and his yes his love of of gangster rap.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he he literally was sipping on gin and juice. Um <laughs> But, yeah, no, no, no. So that was fun. Yeah, a lot of people were making fun of 50 Cent, though, even though it was like, yeah. He's uh, yeah li-
1: 50 Cent is now 75 Cent, and he, mean, he spent he's... too long in the candy shop. He doesn't look that bad to me. No, I he, don't get he, it. He
0: doesn't look the, – the hanging upside down thing seemed kind of dumb, but,
1: like, he didn't – It was referenced I, to one of his music videos. I think that was the only reason. But. It, was,
0: it was a little <laughs> dumb. But, yeah, I get that, yeah. but it was a little dumb. But, no, I mean, you know, that it was, it was cool. Everything was uh, – was was pretty fun i had forgotten how many sounds kendrick lamar actually has made you know all of his like almost you know just tick sounds like what yeah. oh yeah that's right he he does do that because like he, he i mean he's he's one of the more positive um sort of bright spots and in, in rap him and at least for me him and jay cole yeah. um i kind of think
1: i would have rather seen jay cole not that i don't like kendrick but i've
0: uh jay cole would have been that would have been sweet to see him up there but anyway yeah. you know so the halftime show was good the game was good um, yeah
1: very close game 26 uh, 2623 I think final score something yeah, like that
0: yeah came down to final drive for for the Rams I you know I gotta say I, I'm not I'm not really I'm not a Rams fan I'm not a Cincinnati fan either but I did want to see Matt Stafford get a Super Bowl Mm-hmm. Uh, because he had to suffer so long in, in Detroit. And I, <laughs> I feel that because he, he, he is a good quarterback. Didn't have a, a great game. I mean, the MVP was Cooper Cup, and, which was totally deserved because Cooper Cup has kind of kept that team alive. He, he's, he's almost unstoppable. They talk, you know, people like to talk a lot about Chase Claypool, who's wide receiver for the Bengals, and he, he had a great – this is actually something that kind of irritated me, though, they they put him in specifically in, in the last game of the season after they had already clinched so he could get the single season receiving uh record for the Bengals over Chad Johnson. But the thing is, he needed 17 games to beat Chad Johnson's record. It was like six he needed 16 yards or whatever. Chad Johnson didn't did it in 16 games. So for yeah. me, it's like Claypool, yeah, he had an amazing season, but Chad Johnson or Ocho Cinco um, did it in less games. So I I, I, right. I, I hate sometimes metrics just are yeah, kind of scary. it's almost
1: like just politics in a way, you know? Yeah,
0: but but Claypool uh, had an amazing season, but you know what? He really wasn't all that relevant in that game. Although on the last defensive, the last offensive play for the Bengals, Jalen uh, Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey, I think most people are kind of like... Everybody's down in Eli Apple. Jalen Ramsey did not have a great game either. On that last play, Ramsey, I think he fell down. Claypool was wide open. Like, if Burrow would have had, like, one more second or half a second longer, probably touchdown for the Bengals. Yeah. It didn't happen that way because Aaron Darnold wanted it more.
1: Yeah. Essentially... (laughs) But um yeah didn't we have a we had a injury a pretty bad injury didn't we Huh uh one of the wide receivers oh, got injured Ode- I
0: mean Odell yeah. yeah I think he he tweet- retweeted his his knee yeah. There were a Which lot of you- people that were <laughs> that were talking about like wanting to get rid of turf I mean turf has been like kind of a hot button topic for a long time Yeah and but what's
1: your alternative I mean what grass, do you grass
0: real grass that's the alternative dude Take care of the grass. It's LA man. Just water it.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I get that. Transplanting would kind of be a pain in the butt, but turf turf has been
0: the, uh, I don't know. I don't know enough about it. This isn't a sports podcast or whatever, but like turf has, has been linked to a lot of injuries, a lot of like planting injuries you know, turf toe, you ever heard of that? I mean, like yeah, the, the thing yeah. is, is like ter- turf, I don't know, man, there, there's got to be a better alternative to that. But yeah, Beckham went down. They tried to blame a lot of the, of the, you know, sort of like production loss after that on him being out. I personally don't think so because they played without Odell. I, I'll I just, tell you, one you know, thing, they could get the run going uh, and blah, blah, blah. So anyway.
1: it was very surprising to hear how many people, just absolutely still love him after the the nightmare that we dealt with with him. I mean, well, a lot of he, Ohioans he, are still like he's one of the best receivers. And it's like, yeah, that's, that's good if he's doing better now. But he wasn't great for us. And I really don't care about
0: him. Well, I mean, the thing is, is he was he was a pass dropper. I mean, in big in big play moments. He dropped passes for us. That's what I yeah. saw over well, his time. D-
1: and you can't say it was Baker because Peoples Jones wasn't dropping anything. <laughs> I mean, well, yes, sometimes I, it definitely was Baker. Don't, I, don't get I me mean, wrong, but
0: yeah, I mean, B- B- Baker with his injuries and stuff. I, I, I don't know. That's that's tough. We'll see what happens this next season. But anyway, that's a bit long-winded there. So yeah, Super Bowl was good. Halftime show was good, um, and that's that. Probably ought to get into some news here, and then we can talk our comics. I uh, already talked about the Kenobi comic. A um, couple of other things here. I, I did want to bring up so potential casting for the Obi Wan series: uh, Jimmy Smiths to reprise his role as Bail Organa,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which could be interesting. Love to see that. Uh, you know, in what capacity? I don't. I don't age, know.
1: You know, age difference is going to be kind of weird there. Uh Maybe maybe it maybe it lines up. I mean, *Revenge I don't of the Sith* was what two thousand four or three.
0: Well, dude, they'll de-age. They'll do other stuff. Yeah, that true. that sort of stuff doesn't really matter as much anymore. And I mean, besides, if you really want to go that hard on it, look at the difference between, you know, Alec Mcginness and and you McGregor, the way they're looking yeah. here. So like old Obi Wan and now. You know, in quotations, old Obi Wan, but he, th- that's never going to match up. So
1: that I sort of stuff if is they just kind of hyper age you in for that in a little bit to try and fix that continuity issue. But I think no, they just embrace it at this will. point.
0: I don't think it matters. That sort of stuff is just such a it's 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 a non sequitur for me. But yeah, I mean i I get some people might get hung up on that. I'm I'm personally not hung up on that at all. Uh, but that'll, that'll be fun to see that in May. Um, what else was I thinking about here? Oh yeah. So there, there was an article here, um, with some quotations. I didn't really look very hard on this, but apparently, um, I guess old George Lucas was really pushing to make sure that Grogu had some training, like actual training. One of the, cl- the quotes, I guess, I think this was from, uh, Filoni, I had a talk with George at one point about the child and his main concern was that the kid has to have proper, a, a proper amount of training. Um, so that's interesting because now we know that he will not be trained probably right. because he chose the vest over the, his little chain mail over the saber. So he's walked away from the Jedi order, but he's clearly had some training. So... I don't know.
1: Well, there's still other Jedi that could potentially train him. So I think that's still kind of open.
0: I don't think so. I think it's done. I don't, I think, think it's so? totally done.
1: At least for me, I don't I, I think it think really matters a whole lot either way. Cause I don't think it's going to be about him for so long that. I mean, we're, we're not going to have a time jump where he's like 200 years old and a you know, a seasoned Jedi, and we're having adventures with him. So I guess it doesn't really matter all that much. He he has enough use of his powers that you could throw him in there for a Mando save every once in a while, and it still makes sense. You know, that's that's essentially what his powers have been for so far, and I'm okay with that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll we'll see we'll see how that how that goes along, but um, it's important to George unfortunately yeah. George sold so
1: kind of almost makes you wonder if the, he had an idea of you know uh, a future Star Wars show like or a series like three four hundred years into the future where we have all these new characters and Grogu's a tie in or something
0: uh, yeah I don't know I think he, for me I think he's just happy to kind of comment on like what Filoni's doing and, and what was yeah. doing yeah if he has a new original idea, I would be a bit surprised, personally. Could be well, wrong, but I'd be a bit surprised if he had, like, a new original idea. Yeah,
1: and unfortunately, like you said, it's speculation, but it really doesn't matter, ultimately, because he doesn't have a say anymore. So, Well, you,
0: you never know. I mean, what,
1: I, mean, I, I, mean, mean I, I, I guess, what, guess what he if, would have if... some pull with Filoni. I think he could easily influence some things with him, but even Filoni only has so much pull. You know, he's not going to... Well, He's not going to force a new series or anything. What I'm like saying that, that is, like, what if the they
0: gave George like a limited series? Like, if he did have an idea, giving George well, almost like, like
1: a High Republic thing where it's completely cut off from everything else.
0: No, just whatever he wanted to do. I mean, if they, it's like, here, George. Yeah, you can have a limited Disney Plus series. What do you got? Pitch an idea, and away he goes.
1: Yeah, I, I don't mean, know.
0: Why not? I mean that, that that's point, gonna be the be title like, right? right you know Disney's bringing George Lucas point. back for a limited series because of an offhand comment that I don't even know where it came from it'll be great
1: well if he did <laughs> just it, zeroing it, would be it out man a, if you did it if he did it it would be definitely a passion project and he put a lot into it because clearly he doesn't need the money I mean that so honestly that thing.
0: would be perfect it, for, for just like nerd brain if George oh, yeah. Lucas just came back for like a four-part you know, mini series like hour-long each episode type of deal, and he he can yeah. just go be creative again. I don't know if he has that in him or, or the want, but that would be amazing.
1: I don't think he could ever not have passion for Star Wars anymore with how much of his life he put into it.
0: Well, I mean, he everyone, got really ran everyone down gets to that point the when, prequels.
1: Yeah, very true. I am curious how the fandom now would react to that, too. How negative it would be, how positive, you know. Just it just depends
0: be a, on if it's good or not by general well, consensus. Well, I just mean
1: like the announcement of it, you know, if there'd be a split in the fandom and, you know, I'm that would, sure be would be pretty discouraging if he heard a lot of negative, obviously. But,
0: well, I mean, we've talked about like, you know, like Ryan Johnson. Ryan Johnson trilogy. Do you really think that's ever going to come back? I actually think uh, during one of the Super Bowl commercials, I think they showed like Knives Out 2. Like he's gonna do another Knives Out, which oh, really? I think is kind of.
1: <laughs> I didn't watch the first one.
0: The first one was decent, but it's like it's like a one and done popcorn movie. It was really good, yeah. but after you watch it, i <clears throat> I've never felt the need to watch it again.
1: Right, but or it was good. Wonder what happened to the characters or whatever.
0: No, they tied it up pretty effectively Did at they? the end. So yeah, mm. I just maybe it'll be kind of like a like an Agatha Christie thing where it's like a the continuing adventures of Southern talking <laughs> Daniel Craig. Cause he had this kind of ridiculous, like Colonel Sanders accent. It's like, uh, I mean, you're very British. <laughs> let's not do that. Right. I'll <laughs> oh, let me tell you what. Okay. Daniel, good job of finding that, you know, crazy stereotypical accent. Good job, Ryan. But it was a good movie. I'm just surprised he's making like a knives out too. Right. That's all I'm saying.
1: So, yeah, no, and, I think it would be kind of cool to see that. Uh, I, I would honestly be more excited to hear that he was back into Star Wars than I am about seeing Luke come back, even in such a small role. So, yeah, that'd be kind of cool.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know. I just don't. I, I think he's been pretty divisive for a lot of people. And uh, I mean, to trust him with a main line or any of the main characters, I think, there would be some fans that wouldn't enjoy that, but you know, again, I mean, I'm
1: he—he's he, a brilliant. It's a big fandom. It's going to happen either way. No matter what happens, someone's not going to like it. You know? Yeah,
0: but I mean, he's—he's he's a brilliant filmmaker. Like his cinematography is top notch. But um, you know, maybe if you give him a proper you know screenwriter or whatever, maybe that might be a better idea, and just let him be a director.
1: Right, yeah, because I mean that could uh, transfer over into a TV series pretty easily, you know his skill. Nah, would I mean be his, his thing has always been
0: rumored <laughs> as movies, not
1: TV. Sure, sure. So, but if you have someone dealing with the writing, I think he would be able to make a very special show. Regardless, he he has a skill.
0: Again, you won't see him on. You won't see him doing. Disney Plus series, I I, I would I oh, would almost bet.
1: no, I, I'd be shocked. Just you know, speculatory talking about it. Yeah, it would be kind of epic.
0: Eh, I don't know, man. I, I think we're a bit saturated as it is right now. Um, and there's always rumors of like High Republic stuff too. So I, yeah. I don't know. I think at some point you're just you're squeezing a little too hard, in... Maybe it's just enough's enough, but you know whatever. We will see in the future. I mean, we still have like a, a Taika Waititi's, uh thing, and you know, acolytes and mm-hmm. Andor, and
1: the animated series that will come back that we won't talk about.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. We know it's going to happen again.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, who knows? Who knows? But anyway, let's go ahead and roll into these comics real quick. Uh, uh, did you want to
1: mention that you mentioned the game? Oh, or yeah. Like, yeah. That,
0: my bad. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we got a trailer.
1: Yeah. Talk about saturation. The video game market's blowing up right now between, you know, Fallen Order 2, Lego Star Wars, now this. I think we have a, a couple more games that were announced you had mentioned we didn't really cover. There was one that's a big open world one. I can't think of the name of it right now off the top of my head. But
0: yeah, I we don't saw know.
1: We, we did mention a trailer of it uh, in the past a couple months ago. Mm, but anyway, as far as uh old Republic goes, how many hours do you have on your old Republic character?
0: Not not many. I, I don't know. Oh, did know. you
1: actually do the Because I never played I it. don't
0: really <laughs> remember. I might have at one point, but I don't I don't remember any of it. I mean, yeah. I played, I played like Kotor, but I think that might have been
1: about it. So. Yeah, no, I I got into Kotor a little bit late in the game, but I never really cared about Old Republic. I should have. I mean, the lore is perfect, but but maybe this will make me jump into it because we have seemingly a new expansion, or I don't know if you call it a season now or what's going on, but we got this uh, cinematic trailer for Old Republic Legacy of the Sith. Long trailer, too. Very. A little
0: over eight minutes. And, um, I mean, cinematic trailers are a bit of a bait. They're always going to look, you know, amazing. But whether that translates into the game or not is, is a bit dubious. Obviously, you know, just depends on the design of the game.
1: Yeah, as far as cinematic goes, I mean, it could... Pass is a new animated series easily but that never i mean i've seen gameplay of old republic it's a very bare bones game when it comes to animation it's almost like kotor in a way well
0: i mean that yeah that's obviously the past i mean now it'll probably look as good if, if not better than fallen order
1: that's the thing though is it a brand new iteration on the old republic mmo or is this just a dlc i don't really guess that's, i know
0: that's not good. See, I mean, it'll be its own thing because I, I, again, like I don't know, I, I don't know enough about the actual game. Like, right. I know it was a game, <clears throat> uh, right? I mean, this, this, or is this like a continuation of something? Like, details, man, where's the details? You were the one that sent this to me,
1: <laughs> yeah, I know, but again, I don't didn't play this game. I don't think the,
0: uh, so the it last says, Old Republic.
1: Well, Malgus was in the last one, so as far as timeline, it should be a direct continuation of so the story. It,
0: here's what it says uh, Is the eighth digital expansion to Bioware's MMO, MMORPG, Star Wars The Old Republic. So it's an expansion. Okay. So a new military campaign with the mission of securing a very important. Uh, planet for their faction narrative will center around Darth Malgus. Level cap is raised to eighty. Uh, new missions. So, yeah, I I just don't know enough about this this whole thing. I, I just don't. I wish I did.
1: I wish I had the time to invest in this game to actually enjoy this, but <laughs> I, I guarantee I don't. Yeah.
0: Well, look, so th- this, this, this IP was originally released in 2011. So, yeah, this is like a, I don't know, man. I wish I knew more about it. All I know is that the cinematic look cool. Mm-hmm. Malgus is pretty cool. We have a Twilight character here. Um, You know, and more pop shots at the uh, the way in which Jedi choose people for the Order.
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess that was the biggest talking point for this trailer for me. It's just, it's just another reminder of how much Disney is really taking a hard stance on just not making the Jedi seem like good people anymore. Not that I can necessarily disagree with it but it just seems like every bit of media portrays them as incompetent and kind of arrogant in a way. Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, you know, we've talked about Jedi Order. It's probably something that almost could be its own sort of like episode unto itself failings of the Jedi Order. Yeah. But like... I don't know, man. I mean, is that played out or not? It is what it is. But, yeah, there's always been a lot of pop shots at at the order. So, anyway, there we go. New expansion uh, to a seemingly very bloated game. I mean, my God, there's so many expansions to this. Yeah, it's like, like
1: almost World of Warcraft level of expansions. Yeah.
0: So there you go, new game, fun, fun game that yep. I never played.
1: Probably like ninety dollars. It's great. <laughs>
0: oh, who knows? I mean, what? How much is it to like buy World War Craft expansion? Because they're still doing those, right?
1: God, I don't know. Does do you get like all the old ones with a membership still, or like do you oh, have, have to no buy idea. them all? <laughs> no idea.
0: I think it's still like a like a monthly subscription, isn't it? To keep it running.
1: It hasn't always been like 15 bucks a month or...
0: Yeah, I think so. Well, I mean, my God, Blizzard. (laughs) 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 Can't say I
1: necessarily want to support Blizzard right now. (laughs) Yucky. I will not be jumping uh, into that game anytime soon.
0: I think Microsoft bought
1: it. Yes. Blizzard. And and Activision. Yeah. They bought huge studios. They bought a studio just to uh, help Support other developers in building games in the Unreal Five engine that's about to come out.
0: Yeah,
1: which they did a uh, cinematic Matrix experience on the PlayStation, and it's pretty sick. It, Sweet. I'm hoping some Star Wars games come to that trailer. <laughs> New, <We'll> Battlefront. <laughs> New Battlefront. We'll see. New Battlefront. We'll see. All right. Well, let's get into these comics real quick.
0: Then we'll breeze yeah. through. Breeze through. What are we these? starting with? And we'll just do mainline High Republic here. Uh, Essentially, you know, leaving off where we left off, where we were kind of trying to stop Lorna from escaping. And this is sort of the part of the story where everybody just starts going nuts. Um, Yeah, everyone
1: likes the dark side right now.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Avar is kind of one-track mind, trying to stop everybody. Stellan's doing his Stellan thing. Uh, Skir is sort of relieved of his saber, and we learn that he has a uh, sort of a Trandoshan disease, Magrak syndrome.
1: Yeah, which kind of explains everything leading up to this point, but... Man, I'd care more if Skier actually was fleshed out before all this started happening to him. Yeah, kind of, but you know, and, uh, and Stellan is just as useful as a hologram as he is in real life. It's amazing.
0: Yeah, they they really just haven't put much into Stellan. although in our other series Stellan is actually physically in that one, so. Mhm. Uh, but yeah, so Skira is relieved of his lightsaber. We still have, you know, Keeve here who's, um, you know, after her encounter with our little beast thing is still having a lot of trouble and she's kind of trying to pull everybody together, you know, but we have, uh, one of the Nihil's drive engines and we're going to, uh, we're going to go do stuff to them.
1: Yeah, and not that we necessarily like these characters, but just to kind of brush on it real quick. The uh, the twins are confirmed to be essentially in a coma state. Yep. yep, alive but
0: catatonic. So, I mean, that's kind of the gist of of the first yeah. issue, really. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah we have a uh, in his little uh, emo hoodie trying to figure stuff out, and Avar is acting weird and. Keith's uncertain of herself. It's great. great. It's a good time.
0: So we, we kind of leave that as we're, we're going to the Nihil base. Um, and once we sort of get there, Lorna and crew or, Oh, you know, the Jedi, you know, they'll, they, they, they never shoot first. And then what do they do? They shoot first. <laughs> um, and we kind of have in here where, where a is just basically killing people.
1: Yeah. I mean, she takes out, uh, uh, oh, what's his name? The yeah, the, the mech fir- suit dude. <laughs>
0: yeah, forgettable mech suit dude. Yeah, she's uh, she's for light and life, and and taking the life and everything. And
1: yeah, and instantly we get Skier back. You know, he's just like, oh, I I want to help. Okay, here is your lightsaber back.
0: <laughs> right. Well, yeah. I mean, Keeve had kind of talked him into to coming, and and he. He does, and he's he's trying to be helpful, but uh, but yeah, eventually we get a bit of a showdown between uh, Kiev and and Avar here, where you know Kiev is trying to get her to stop essentially. And yeah, and uh, I think we
1: brushed by it, but uh, Kiev is actually asked to. I don't want to say spy on Avar, but keep an eye on her. Keep an eye on her, yeah. Because even Stellan knows at this point that something's severely wrong with her.
0: Right. Yep, but here comes Lorna D in her mech suit. Because every Nihil has a mech suit now. Oh,
1: no, no. She stole his mech suit.
0: Oh, is that his mech? Okay, well, whatever. She's got a mech suit regardless. And... um, Kind of, kind of neat though. With with our, our showdown with with Avar, she basically just blasts the suit. Yeah. to pieces, crumbles
1: it. Kind of makes you wonder. Like no one else could have done that sooner. Would've been awesome if Elzar could have done that, but that's fine. Force works in mysterious ways. Yeah, you got to hear the song, man. Got to hear the song.
0: Yeah. Yep. So anyway, we we. Lots of explosions and breaking suits apart. And then uh, Lorna does confront Avar with a a saber, one of the twin sabers. And then Lorna loses a hand.
1: Yeah, very quickly.
0: (laughs) She gets skywalkered. It's
1: pretty awesome. And then somehow, you know, she's able to force pull that lightsaber back into her other hand somehow, you know. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what? Well, I guess that is in the next issue. I'm sorry, I jumped ahead just a little bit. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I was like, a- Avar is getting ready to do the the clearly not going to happen killing blow at the end of this issue.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, we we do sort of have that final kind of like pseudo execution sort of thing here. Um, which cover do you have for the for the 14? For 14 for 14? It- Flash it for me. Ah, okay, yeah, yeah. So I got I got this variant cover here. Oh, that is awesome. Which which I really liked, and and this is kind of like I remember we were talking, and I was like, I think so. I think that they're they're trying to make Avar uh, evil, you know, dark side, because this variant cover is is sick, and it's just her kind of little smile on her face, you know, sort of like she's getting ready to murder. Right, basically murder smile, but yeah, I, yeah, I really is mean, a good cover.
1: Just for the sheer awesome factor of what kind of lightsaber she'd create, because her lightsaber is probably one of the high points of this series. It is pretty her, sick. Her sa- I'd love her to saber see a dark is, side one.
0: Yeah, her saber is cool. It, it, you know, it has those sort of cross guards, but not like Kylo's. It's just le- legitimately like a right, like a like a, a, a sword hill. saber.
1: You know, yeah, it's pretty sick. A knight uh, saber. Knights, knights, uh, sword uh, saber. Uh, a k- 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 knight. <laughs> A knight saber. Yes. Yes. Oh, uh, real quick before we jump into this, what I just want to point out. I don't know if your uh, issue has it as well, being that has a variant. But the first page is just an advertisement for the Han and Chewy comic.
0: Yeah, I've got the, that too. Yeah.
1: The art on this is immaculate. It is. It is sick. So I have a lot of hope for that.
0: <laughs> yeah, a little bit more like kind of rough, rough stroke kind of deal yeah. there. But uh, yeah, it should be really interesting. I don't know if that's, I, I mean, they're, I don't know if that's going to be the actual cover, if that's like a sample cover, but, or like a specific cover. But yeah, so March, March for, yeah. uh, for that. So that should be really fun. Uh so anyway, just continuing the story here, uh Keith steps in front of Avar here to stop her from from murder. And uh and she's like, You're right, I lost control. And then yeah, Lorna, Oh, and I've got a saber now, Bratman. What are you gonna do? Oh,
1: she, goes, wow. she does kind of look like the Joker in this scene, too. A little bit.
0: <laughs> yeah, she just force pushes her back, knocks her unconscious, and then we kind of have you know, little girl talk. It's like, oh yeah, everything's cool. Thanks, Keith. Appreciate it. No dark side. No dark side for me.
1: Yeah, which is great for because now. like before that, Avar is like, I'm not gonna hear anything from a person. I made a Jedi Knight. Be yeah. silent. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, it is, it is kind of a kind of a thing. Uh, and then we we're basically heading back with our prisoners uh, to Starlight <clears throat> Beacon. And then it explodes. Yay. Yeah, which did
1: we mention that Starlight, like, moved systems, like, moved to another planet?
0: <laughs> did it?
1: Yeah. Yeah, there was a little thing. I think it was uh, issue 12 that mentions it, like, they go to this planet oh, that's nice. close to what they're dealing with. Sweet. And then they, they explain what happens, you know, a little bit ahead of time on the, the station moving, which is great. Sweet. Moving station. It's always fun. And
0: then we get uh, we get the, the explosion. And then we board the station. And oh, no.
1: Stellan's probably kind of maybe dead-ish.
0: Might be. Because radiation. Just very ba- <laughs> we're just very
1: badly burned.
0: I'm not dead. Uh, <laughs> just very badly burned. However, just turning
1: into a mutant. I have a third arm now. Give <laughs> me gosh. another saber.
0: Oh yeah, there we go. But yeah, so the, uh, the creature, our creature thing is in the station. Everybody turns to pastel, uh, you know, tentacle monsters and, uh, yeah, foaming at the mouth. So we've got to deal with this creature. So this was one of the things that we had talked about. Like the creature is only relevant if it's physically present. Now, yeah. how they got it onto Starlight Beacon is still to be they, determined. Or how they
1: caused the explosion in Starlight Beacon. <laughs> like, they just have an infiltrator that had a, yeah. a, a knapsack full of explosives, some C4, and a big crate, and no one noticed it. <laughs>
0: yeah. Do you have anything to de- declare? No, just my knapsack in this rather <laughs> large crate. What's in the crate? You don't need to know what's in the crate.
1: Mélouron I don't fruits. need
0: to know what's in the crate. Yes, it's Mélouron. a crate full of mail. Oh my God. I love those.
1: <laughs> Aren't those only on Tatooine <laughs> or no, not Tatooine, uh, whatever that planet was. <laughs> yeah. I did, uh, find it kind of interesting. Like when they start to turn and, uh, skiers like Keeve, what is it? And Avar's like, stay away from her. Yeah. You know, the, the interesting thing of that is almost like this creature knows that Skier's might might be the only one who could save Key from this state, and or- is trying to defend her against him.
0: Well, and that's that's the kind of thing I wanted to talk about because it, it seems like Skier is unaffected by the creature's um, whatever it does, psychic or gas or because even in the in the trail of shadows we kind of get uh that this debate where is it just like a new gas is it even real that's something we can right. debate about but it just well, from it just also from makes you wonder
1: is this one of those things like they're trying to introduce well <sighs> think of the Sith Emperor think of Revan Mm -hmm. Like, is this what we're dealing with, a creature that's able to bend someone to the dark side, or is it just a hallucinogen, or what's going on here? I don't know. They
0: haven't told us yet.
1: Yeah. I mean, the, the concept of this creature being the ultimate weapon is stupid, but the inclusion of something that can affect the Jedi in that way is interesting in and of itself, if it's explained properly.
0: Right. And it, it all comes down to what we've talked about before. How do you get the creature from place to place? It's a right? It's a how thing, do you right? smuggle
1: this into Starlight? Like, is this... You didn't... Th- that seems like the kind of content that should be in a comic, like how you got it there, and this reveal should be in a book.
0: Well, that that's kind of why... Well, we don't know. We haven't gotten into the book, so there could be True. stuff. We don't True. know yet. We, we'll get there. But um, but that's kind of what makes you wonder if it's if it's just a new gas or like a stone or a crystal or a I don't know, a projection or something where it's not really alive, but it's some new weapon. Um, but if it is a creature, which, you know, we'll talk about a bit when we get into the next comic series here. Uh, either way, if it is a creature, it has to be moved. And that's like the most non scary thing we talked about. It just trap it. Trap it on a planet and blow it up. I, I don't know. Can it be killed? We don't know that either. Nobody's really it's fought a, it. it.
1: It's contained in a crate. Bury it, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, wasn't that kind of what it Because wasn't that the whole thing where Martian went to the, uh, what was it, like Ice Planet deal and he finds it?
1: It's wasn't like that the, whole the thing? planet of his ancestors or something. Oh, like whatever.
0: It's yeah. been so long ago. But at, at, at any rate, it's loose, it's right. loose, everybody's freaking out but but skeer is is not affected, and I'm kind of wondering if it's maybe if it's a transocean thing or if it's this disease thing that he has that's maybe like insulating him against it well, here's the other thing too. they say that this this disease that he has is the reason why he's cut right. off from the force. So maybe just being cut off from the force is the issue. Like
1: there's no true conduit enough. It in. might only be affecting force users. And I actually thought that was a pretty decent way to explain why he's been cut off from the force. Yeah, it's as good as anything. As far as star Wars diseases go and like explanations for people going insane. It's actually pretty cool. Trandoshans yeah. are kind of a really, I mean, Primi- i don't want to say primitive but they're very primal in a way like primal, the aggression yeah. and everything yeah and i I like this disease it's pretty interesting
0: yeah, yeah yeah for
1: sure so it'll be it'll be cool to see it again i wish that we would have gotten more time with skier because I think I could have cared about him more if we had maybe. A small synopsis of him, like raising Keeve, training Keeve, a couple of his exploits as a Jedi Knight, something like that. I think he could have had more potential as a character. I just don't have a big connection to him. Sure. All well, the much. first
0: time we saw him, he, he basically got pierced through the shoulder and somehow yeah. survived the vacuum of space. So we were already skeptical, and then you constantly have to do the S sound for everything that he says, which right. I'm sorry, it does get a little annoying, especially in like yeah. audiobook form. I get it; it's fine; it's not a big deal, but it does get a little annoying to me.
1: Yeah. And then, well, and he's constantly a problem in the comics. Like he's always right, yeah, trying yeah. to deal with him. <laughs> so
0: well, yeah, he gets taken over by the Dren gear a little bit, but he's kind of able to fight it, but not really. And Keeve kind of has to, yeah, save save her master. So, but at this point, this could be the sort of turn for Skier and and sort of be his um, either his way back or just his redemption story, where now he he can maybe fight this monster. Maybe he's the only one who can fight it.
1: Right, and it's cool to think that like a very powerful force user in this universe doesn't have force powers. He's just keeping himself from being a rage filled. Nightmare still yeah. has sword capabilities, you know he's able to fight and everything he he could still be a cool character, just not as op as some of the other ones, obviously,
0: yeah, we'll see as we go along, but those were the three issues we had here, and uh obviously we'll continue that on as we go along and uh, see what else we get so
1: yeah it's
0: popping the the old uh, trail of shadows here we've got issues three and four of this and this was kind of our noir sort of, like, detective thing with uh, with Emmerich. And who is, who is, who is, what is the lady's name?
1: Sien uh, Holt.
0: Okay, there we go. And we even get a little bit of, uh, of Stellan in this. Uh, yeah, so,
1: yeah. A little bit so, of the Doctor from... Uh,
0: yeah, the Chatterfan. Oh, yeah. Yep.
1: I'm trying to think which series... He's or which book he's in.
0: Well, uh, he was he was Martian Rose, like uh, you know, crazy doctor guy, right? But yeah, so what do two Jedi and a lady go do? They go to a bar to watch music. Death sticks. <laughs> I just thought it was funny because like in this comic we got that whole like weird little nursery rhyme chant thing, and here she is like she's playing her little multi-keyed piano, and she and they're like, wait a minute. Is she doing like a like a jazzy rendition of that? Yes, I th- I think I think she enjoys the joke.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I love it. It's like Emmerich's like, sorry, I hummed it, and then she stole it from me. Copyright. Yeah. <laughs> well,
0: it, it, th- this was another. I actually, to be honest, I actually really enjoy this series for whatever reason.
1: And yeah, I things, wasn't sold on the first episode, but this has been pretty interesting now.
0: Yeah, for me. and and one of the things they do in here, like Emmerich and Stellan are talking, it's like so. You guys are getting a little close. It's like, <laughs> oh, you want to talk about close? What about you and Avar? Huh? Yeah. You were pretty yeah. close, too, huh? It's like, let's stop talking
1: about those, please. Yeah. It would only have been funnier if uh, Stellan, or I'm sorry, not Stellan, um, Elzar would have been the one talking crap, like yeah. Elzar. Don't go there. Elzar, <laughs> where were you when we were getting attacked on the fair planet? <laughs> I was finding uh... my clothes.
0: I was sleep. I was in some other lady's room, finding my clothes,
1: thinking I can't believe I did this.
0: <laughs> did you ever find your? Did you ever find your underwear? No, never found them. I was going commando through the entire thing.
1: <laughs> of course my you God, you went to the, the dark
0: side, commando! You, you're a dark side commando. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're yeah, you're a death trooper, essentially. <laughs> Oh, no, you could also make the argument that he could just throw out, Stellan, you can't even create a force bubble to protect innocent people. Shut up.
0: You could talk <laughs> so much. If you were any of these, you could talk so much crap about it. <laughs> well, you slept with the lady. Well, you can't even make a force bubble.
1: Well, you just make it rain. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah you, well, all you could do is make a cloud and, and cool down some computers, which is totally not how that would work, by the way. You'd fry them. <laughs> It worked, dang it! All right, hey, one other thing they I want to didn't bring up want to here: do a fourth
1: storm, yeah, because I guess. that would be
0: copyright. <laughs> what did you think about the uh, artwork for Keeve in here? Because we do have crossover.
1: I thought Kiev was like ten years old. I didn't like it. Yeah, I,
0: I like her animation better in the mainline comics. It, it you yeah. know, this is definitely a different style, but like. They look completely different to well, me,
1: and it's not even consistent because, like, the top panel, like before the hug scene, she looks yeah. a little bit older. But then you jump down; it's like I don't even think her hair's right. Like her hair is probably uh, a little bit longer than that in the other series. I
0: I, th- I think it's actually pretty close, but like for me in the in the higher public comic, I just feel like there's there's just better emoting. I don't know. She just
1: she just looks. Plus her tunic's wrong.
0: Well, her tunic. Yeah, the tunics are way different here. I mean, again, you could kind of like.
1: Well, just a generic one when you're back on base. Those are casual robes,
0: and these are battle robes. But yeah, I mean the the robes in the main line are so much cooler looking than these. There's no debate about that. At least for me.
1: Yeah. But I I, also another thing. the, the whole embrace thing, like her kind of breaking down, although it led to something interesting later on in this comic. Um, what did you think of that? Because I felt like, I don't think Keeve would have done that unless it had been skier. Eh,
0: I don't know. She I mean, doesn't I, seem all
1: that emotional with, you know, people she runs into day to day.
0: Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. I think, uh, I didn't really think too much about it, honestly. I didn't really have much to yeah. say on yeah. it. I mean, I I think she's a little bit more, maybe her emotions are a little bit closer to the surface than other people, especially with what she's kind of been through. Uh, we even get a little bit of a reference to Bell and his experience with the With the creature, so I think it's more of a symptom of her remembering kind of what happened to her and her regrets and everything. So, this is the thing about the Jedi, you know, when we when we first kind of saw like the prequels, they weren't really touchy feely. It was more there was there was a warmth, but it wasn't it wasn't like into the PDA type of thing. And it seems like, you know, these Jedi are a little bit more open, I guess. Yeah,
1: yeah, I mean, it. you know, I think Avar is kind of a good example of that because you see all these parts where they just meld as one, almost as one being. And, you know, you have, you know, she can read everyone's emotions and other Jedi supposedly can do that to some extent. And I I can see why they're a little bit more touchy-feely, but at the same time... the order doesn't really allow for that still i mean they're very strict even though they're a little bit more emotional personally i
0: disagree with that
1: really? i think
0: i think it's it i i think in in this sort of thing it, it's more about at least for me it's more about the the um i don't think it's so much that you can't have Sort of the uh, uh, how how best can I phrase this I think there's difference between uh attachment and friendship. I think there's a difference between um comfort and and even the really i I, I think it kind of actually equates back to sort of like another fandom in Star Trek with the with like Vulcans you know Vulcans they purge their emotions and they're not right. touchy feely because they repress all their emotions. Whereas in this world, it's it's more about understanding where a line is. But like you, you can be comforting. But at the same token, I think because we're not used to that, seeing that on the screen, it seems a little strange when when we do see it here. But I, I think, I, I think that that's part of the fall of the order. When you, when you kind of try and walk away from that because all you're thinking is effectively a base fear of the dark side and turning to the dark side. Right. Whereas at this point, people seem to be a lot more experimental. Like they're, they're trying to push certain boundaries. Like, uh, you know, more people are learning different force abilities and it's not necessarily all about fighting it, it, because they're not really at war. It, it's more of an exploration that they're in, so I, I don't, I don't want to sort of discount it all that much, but I, I, think, I think that the, I mean, what, what, what have we said? Like, th- there's nothing really wrong with love, but it's, it's kind of the obsession of love. It's the extremes right. that I think that the Jedi try and filter out, um, which it's a delicate balance, right? But I think, well, you know, I, th- I, mean, I think you in get this a good sort example. of effect, it's, it's, it's a little, it's a little different. It's like, we're not on any extreme edge. We can still be close, but you just can't push to the extreme edges of, of these emotions.
1: Right. Well, and there's a good uh, example of that in um book of Boba Fett in this episode five, we have kind of a little conversation about, uh you know, the, the forge masters like, well, you realize Grogu will, you know, essentially disown you because the Jedi don't allow for attachment and Mando makes a comment, but that's completely opposite of our creed. We fight for our brothers, for those that we care about, and that's what gives us our strength. And and there there's a balance between those two ideals because you could blindly fight for a brother and do some something terrible, but yeah. you could also be so unattached that you would sacrifice someone for the greater good that you it, potentially didn't need to. <laughs>
0: and see, I think that, I think that that's the difference though. It, it's, and that, that's maybe something that we would have to dive in. I, I think we probably ought to that's do. That's a
1: three, four hour conversation. I think we ought to do a, a
0: one-off conversation episode just about the order and kind of our feelings on it. Cause again, you, you're, you hit the nail on the head where it's like, is it, is it the point of attachment where, you are so disassociated that for the greater good, if you had to sacrifice somebody, would you? That's not really the Jedi, though. They, because of the, the being in touch with the living force, they respect life a lot. Mm-hmm. So, well, and this is kind of moving into a bit of an Anakin thing where it's like, well, in effect, we're encouraged to love,
1: which is true, right. but
0: with Anakin, it, it became was
1: obsession. It,
0: well, it, it was obsession that turned into fear of loss. Yeah. And that, and I think that that's the base emotion that they're trying to eliminate the fear of loss because the understanding is, is it all lives within the force. So right. even if somebody has gone, they're never truly gone. They're just right. one. With you the just force. don't get
1: to be around them anymore. And it's your own selfish nature yeah. that requires you to protect someone. Yeah. In and a and sense. The,
0: the other thing, just, just as in semi response to the, the, you know, the armorer, I think the armorer is pretty far off of what the Jedi are. And why would she know? Yeah. She's not a Jedi. And her experience And at would that have been... point, there
1: really aren't a whole lot of Jedi left to base it off of. Yeah. And even if you're going off of the Galactic Republic, you're basing it off of probably the worst yep. sect of Jedi to compare to the Jedi order. Yeah. And that's the thing.
0: What does she have to base it off of either nothing or the, the final order of of that sort of, you know, Republic era of Jedi, which were already on the downturn. So again, I I, relating back to just the comic and the hug, I think that that would be what you would want to do because in a way you, you, you are fighting for each other. You're, you're an order this this isn't this isn't sure. Yeah, yeah, stuff, no.
1: I, I, as far as Emmerich goes, his side makes complete sense. I just thought it was a bit. I hadn't seen Kiev open up a lot to that point, which. Sure. But at the same time, it shows you know some some PTSD, some issues she's still trying to deal with because of what happened to her. So it, sure. it is, it is a bit of context you don't get from High Republic, mainline. Yep, no doubt.
0: So, kind of moving through here, I, I kind of wanted to jump uh, to sort of where we're having a little bit of a walking, walk and talk with Emmerich and our lady that I still don't remember her name, even though he said it, and Stellan. <laughs> um, Stellan kind of pops off a little bit here.
1: Hey, hey, you want to know a secret? I only know her name because uh, the the synopsis of oh, three it doesn't say it in the synopsis gives hey. both their names. Awesome. <laughs> Otherwise, I, I would have it. opened up a tab on my computer about that, but it's C on Holt. <laughs> there you go. I won't
0: remember it. Uh but anyway, so he he's he's even dealing with some stuff here too. It's like, I was there, it wasn't a hallucination. And uh and then we get uh we get that one kid that we never read that book. I think <laughs> that was like uh was it Shatter Point or something like that, or or Crash Point State. I don't it was it was one of the young adult novels and yeah. he's just like running, running around. It's like, oh yeah, they're they're racing.
1: Right. Yeah, of course. <laughs>
0: So, Stalin apologized, and they continue our, our little walk and talk until, Greetings, Marshall. I presume you had a pleasant journey.
1: It's so creepy how she just shows up. Like, she's looking like she's ready to just kill somebody.
0: Yeah, it's just like, well, that was awkward. A lot of history there, huh? Oh, yeah, you know it. They were all <laughs> Padawans together. Like, But, like, what else? We, don't we were talk. just we don't all
1: Padawans together.
0: What do you not understand about we were all Padawans? We don't talk about that. It's like Vegas. What stays in Padawan is... is pat, pat, Never mind. Let's go.
1: Stellan's <laughs> just like, I just wrote you a 500-page book in one sentence. We were Padawans together. <laughs>
0: Just what happens up. as a Padawan stays as a Padawan. <laughs> there you go. Oh boy, yeah, that could be a T-shirt. But anyway, so we we do change perspectives here a little. We haven't really talked about our Chadrafan Doctor, and then our like whatever our big bad guy that we yeah, at the
1: very kind of met. Yeah, very kind of the series. like like the Chadrafan's little buddy of some kind. Big but buddy. then we have another yeah. Then we have another Chadr fan who's like following our Doctor Chadr fan. Our Doctor Chadr fan's in debt because of his schooling, and apparently he's not making enough to pay that off. He's which, got a little family too. Yeah, he's got a little chatter fan family, a chatter family. Oh God! So yeah, the, the the doctor basically
0: doesn't at this point doesn't really have any loyalty to the Nihil. He's kind of trying the Jedi, to,
1: which you know, well, he yeah I, he doesn't really clearly. Like clearly, he's making money here. That's all he cares about, but.
0: Yeah, yeah, so this this big dude is, you know, they they're, they're kind of working together, but at the same time he's not trying to blow his cover but and why? we do get this.
1: Well, why? I think he's just trying to I use Martian on at
0: this point, <laughs> which will probably go badly. But how did you like the spider ship?
1: The spider ship. <laughs> yes. Why I, not? I look dumb, but whatever. How how practical is this ship? Like what's the use of the legs? Are they all thrusters like Dude, I have no idea. Maybe is it supposed I, I, to just climb know. around the planet you land on? You know, is it, is it a mobile space station? <laughs>
0: Look, if I knew, I'd tell you. I don't know. I, yeah. I, it was something. Whatever, dude. But anyway, so we, we kind of leave off with this ship showing up. And Mar- Marciana is basically trying to keep an eye on the dock. Um, but, you know, there we go. And then, kind of interestingly, we get a little bit of we get some panels on sort of life at uh, at uh, um, Starlight, which uh, I, I don't know. I thought it was kind of fun. We had a little little party with the Jedi. We've got some walking. We've got some saber dueling. We've got our arboretum, yeah. and uh, and then things get a little huggy.
1: Yeah. <laughs> This is the equivalent of uh, ask, asking Mando if he's uh, ever removed his mask. Have you ever hugged a woman? Have you ever hugged a woman?
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and this is kind of the thing here. We, we've seen some of the, the covers and stuff. Like, there's the one cover, future cover, of, of our two characters here, like yeah, holding, holding hands. hands. So th- this could be, you know, something that kind of Emmerich kind of goes into. And also... Kind of reminiscent of, in our first book, with uh, Elzar and Kieran, uh, Avar, also in the Arboretum, and they you know kind of get a little intimate, and then the next book is like, stop it. No, yeah. we're not Padawans anymore. Don't you remember the code? What happens as a Padawan stays as a
1: Padawan. The book is written. We are not adding a chapter.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, th- there does seem to be a connection here. Now, the interesting thing will be is th- does Emmerich just sort of shut this down? Like eventually, or does he, well, I mean, it seems it. at
1: this point, Emmerich's the one acknowledging it, not really her. And yeah, I guess I need to, I mean, it's been a while since we it went has. through issues one and two. So I'd kind of have to go through them again, but I don't want to say that was forced, but I didn't really catch on to this up until this point.
0: Yeah, I, 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 think that there was an arm's length type of thing, but I, I think that he, he kind of values her as as a as a companion. They, they, you know they're doing this mission, you know she's obviously a talented musician. They they click in a way. It's kind of like backup, right. you know. You, I, I think, and even as we move into our next issue, and sort of some of the stuff that happens here, she's she's capable. She's not a damsel in distress at all. She's a, a capable. Uh, you know pilot, fighter uh, all this stuff so the thing is is that while they're not on fully even ground because he is a Jedi and he has the advantage of the force it's kind of like an Anakin Padme thing where while they are not in the same order they don't have the same you know power scaling so to speak he's over 9,000 she's probably like 1,000, 2,000 you know peak human right. But the thing is, is like there's sort of a just a connection and a bond forming here, which I don't think is forced. I think for a comic, it's it's been pretty pretty okay for me. Yeah. For this point. no, it's
1: no, I, I I certainly don't think it was uh, it was forced as much as I just don't think I noticed it, and I thought it was very it's been well handled. Yeah, <laughs> but it was handled very well, and as I liked. Uh, I liked how um, vulnerable Emmerich was at this moment. And yeah. the acknowledgement, even though I kind of just threw it out there earlier about the, the hug scene, she's like, well, it seems like you need someone to do that for you. Yeah. You know, you can't just be that person for everyone else. You need that person in your life.
0: Yeah. And, and the whole thing is, is, like, it doesn't automatically have to go to, like, a sexual thing.
1: It could just right. be, you yeah, know, like, a really strong a way, platonic... You know?
0: healthy friendship too
1: yeah yeah
0: so anyway let's let's uh bounce in the in issue four this is kind of where we see our our doctors sort of like a big old big old family here and we get our spy chatter fan who's stowing aboard the ship and all this and then what i thought was kind of interesting here <laughs> is we roll into the scene where like Emrick's just sort of sitting down on this little, little settee thing, and you know our, our what's her name again? Sion. Sion. Okay. Sion. Sion. Yeah, she's just playing her multi-keyed piano. It's like, don't stop. <laughs> don't don't stop the music. Please don't stop the music.
1: The music is the only thing that keeps me sane. I just the think voices it, it, come back.
0: Well, it's just kind of cute, you know. It's like, yeah. It's just a cute little thing. She's she's tinkling away. He's enjoying himself. And then, uh, you know, she she just likes to toy with him. Uh, What was was it? If you keep uh, sulking while I'm playing lovely music for you, I'll take it personally and stop. Don't stop. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know. I I, it's it's just kind of uh, I don't know. It's kind of fun. I, I I like it. I I like yeah. their kind of chemistry here. It, it seems to be fairly natural. Again, for a comic, that's saying something.
1: Yeah, these are characters that I would really like to see explored in a book or some other medium down the line. Longer I think form, they're yeah yeah. I think these are characters that I would hate. Again, these comics are producing some really good characters that I hate yeah? to see just left a Dude, I'll I'll tell you Emmerich. something. I mean.
0: If this next book sucks, I'm going to be so disappointed.
1: I'll tell you right now, if everything that's come out so far doesn't include Keeve at some point, I'm going to be angry. Like, she deserves more than that. I think Emric does. Emmerich was very yeah. interesting from the start. He's, you know, like you said, the noir vibe. You he's know, a detective he's kind of a Jedi. Stoic. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, we
0: have to have some action. So we do get a uh, bit of a ping on the on the ship uh, that's carrying our chatterfan doctor, and we send out the fleet, a couple ships, not
1: really. Yeah, fleet, yeah, we get like four. <laughs> Two are destroyed instantly.
0: <laughs> yeah, but um, th- this is kind of where I was talking about where where, where Siana is, is is sort of being. She's a she's a pilot, you know she she can hold her, her own here, so she's not like. Again, she's not a damsel in distress. She is clearly uh, well. You know, in some
1: ways, she's actually uh, the stronger part of the duo throughout a lot of these adventures. She's probably the better pilot, honestly.
0: Yeah, pos- yeah, that's that's very very possible. And w- we, you know, we see more of uh, of her sort of help here in a, in a minute. But if, but just to talk about our Chatterfan doctor, so, again, not a Nihil anymore. He does wind up shooting a couple of the Nihil uh, with this giant yeah. gun.
1: Yeah, I don't think we had mentioned at this point the Nihil were pretty suspicious of him, and, like, yeah. one of the sects of the Nihil was like, okay, just capture him and get as much information as you can before killing him. Yeah. Um, and, again, this is the doctor from... The book whose name I can't think of with our our uh Loden.
0: He experimented on Loden.
1: Yeah, the Loden one. Okay. Yep. Yeah. I
0: think that yeah. would have been Falling Star, maybe? Maybe yeah. not. I don't remember.
1: Rising Storm. Rising Storm. Rising Storm. Rising Storm. Storm. Yeah. So yeah, anyway this is, the, this is the doctor who like hired the one main character's mother, correct? From Rising Storm.
0: Hot? Oh, you mean the the, the, the chick who made girl. the weapon? Yeah, yeah, uh, dude. It, I don't know. I I don't think so. I, I maybe no. no, no. He 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 no. was just experimenting on Loden, and then Loden okay. got away. Okay. Um, yeah, that that was kind of a separate storyline with the sort of like uh, take force away shield generator thing.
1: Yeah. The the mother yeah. was
0: killed. The daughter winds up. Uh. With the Nihil, and then she's, like, yeah. rescued at the end of that book, I think. I don't yeah. think that that was a connection with the doc, but I could be wrong. Okay. Uh, but anyway, so we do have Emmerich, who enters the ship, and he's got a yellow lightsaber. I don't know. Have we seen his saber yet? I can't remember if we have or not. He's got I a don't yellow lightsaber. I don't
1: think so. Though. And I kind of forgot about his... Uh, BD droid which is awesome yeah that is pretty sick I I just love the fact that like most of these droids have been in the same iteration for like two to three hundred years yep like they have a different number but the same design <laughs> like clearly they got something right I love BD droids they're so cool
0: yeah they are they are pretty cool uh, only problem is is it looks like we have our monster on this ship that's yeah. how
1: you're taking it Through a peephole. Or is this like a a thing? No, no, I'd say it's our monster. Okay. Because
0: we get a panel here, Shriek Ra Ka Raradino did the thing, the thing, the song is happening.
1: Master Emmerich,
0: who are you?
1: And then Cthulhu attacks. (laughs) Essentially.
0: (laughs) Oh boy. Yeah, that was um that was an interesting thing. We also get our, our secondary Chadra fan. Holding this um, blaster like, Which like is a bazooka. Like an, R-
1: like an RPG launcher yeah. for their size.
0: Yeah, I thought that was kind of funny. He's got it on stun. He does stun the doctor, but he doesn't stun his companion. However, kind of a BA moment here. Uh, wh- what's her name again?
1: Uh, it's uh, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. See on.
0: She picks up Emmerich's saber and chops off the dude's arm.
1: Yeah. And this one's probably not growing back. <laughs> probably <laughs> not. But, yeah, so, again, this is kind of... Yeah, this is like a new armor set for her. Looks like a wet suit or whatever you want to call it. I mean, yeah, this is it's pretty awesome.
0: It, yeah, I mean, we kind of joked a little bit about some of the art in the first two books, kind of making her look a little meh. But, like, I think they're doing a lot better job, you know, portraying her here. But, yeah, she kind of saves, saves Emmerich. Um, and, again, like, this is, this is that kind of, like, non-Jedi wielding saber fin thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, kind of interesting. But, again, it, it just proves how um, how, I don't want to say useful, but, like, sometimes we just have unuseful characters. She can hold her own. Right, I really, really like that. Uh, and then, essentially, we have the last little panel here showing Starlight Beacon exploding. Here's the thing: so this is the ship that contains our beast. Right. How does it get on Starlight
1: at the exact same time this as is it's exploding? A-
0: this was one thing I wanted to talk about because I feel like the continuity is mildly off.
1: Unless there's more than one beast. Or it's a gas.
0: I mean, seriously, is it a beast yeah. or is it like a, a gas or a generator or a weapon? Because that that's the thing. We see the beast in our last series on the station unless it can astral project itself out of its crate and on, you know, like further distance. Right. But from what we were seeing, or maybe, maybe, just maybe, the continuation of this series is where maybe they're attacked and this is the ship that boards, and our characters here also have to get in the mix a little later, too. So, yeah.
1: And another know, thing, like considering what happens next with our mainline series, uh, the preview for uh, the fifth issue shows Starlight completely exploding. Like, it's done.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: So it'll yeah. be interesting to see if there's a continuity break there as well. You know, if they somehow save. I, I'd i be shocked if they destroyed Starlight in the comics with how much they've hyped it up.
0: Maybe. You know, and uh, this, this was a Twitter thing. There were some people that were like, oh, yeah, Starlight Beacon's done good. <laughs> Nobody likes yeah. Starlight Beacon?
1: No. <laughs> no move on find something more interesting
0: that being said and i do not remember where this was from but we we got a reference to starlight beacon later in one of our other like future books so uh-huh. their starlight beacon is still around i just can't remember what book that was
1: hmm.
0: it was something we read because they went back yeah. to it or they saw it or they they meant you know cuz like we have to mention everything right you know, how, how big like batu was for
1: a while. yeah <laughs> right. Oh, right, And man. I don't think yeah. we uh I don't think we mentioned this in uh the mainline I Republic series. Essentially right before this explosion, Stellan tells Avar like you're done. Mm. Like mm-hmm. like I've taken over your position because you abandoned your station to go on this suicide run.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's right. That did got that did get brought up there.
1: Yeah, which if the station survives and Stellan doesn't die, that'll, that'll be a big change, you know. It, and I almost am happy about it because now that frees up Avar for another adventure book. Like, she can be doing something instead of just running the station. But
0: Stellan being such an influential member on the council, are we really going to take him away from the council?
1: Or is that why we've made him so unimportant lately just to throw him in this role? you know
0: <laughs> It's tough it, it's it's tough we gotta we gotta get in the books. we gotta yeah. see what we have continuation wise and, and see what we can what else we're going to get um, but yeah that's five five issues of comics man. It's, that's a good run for today.
1: Yeah yeah not bad at all. So what was your favorite? Um, You know, honestly, I would kind of have to lean towards uh, Trailer Shadows. Same. I'm really liking these characters, and there hasn't been anything that's happened so far other than the mm-hmm. continuity break, which could just be us not knowing what's going on yet. Yeah, very true. Uh, I haven't seen anything that really bothers me.
0: No, I'm with you there. It it does look like it's kind of becoming something neat. Um, obviously there'll be more and more books and yada yada yada. But we've got a lot of content to get to, folks, and hopefully you hopefully you guys and are enjoying it. I mean just enjoying the, the yeah. wars. Yeah. So uh yeah, I guess before we start to wrap up here, anything else we need to chat about? Any other last minute thoughts on comics or anything else?
1: No, I think we're good.
0: All right. Well, we'd love to hear from you guys. you know, what are you thinking of the comic series? Is anyone still reading these things? Uh, what What are your guys' opinions on High Republic? Are you hyped about it still or is it fallen flat? Not something that's going away because there's more releases planned and we've got a lot of stuff coming up. so it's not like it's done though. We've got a lot to do. Um, but you know, if you want to share any opinions still on Twitter at TC Plan Podcast now more subscribers than what we've subscribed to, which I don't know if that means anything, but it's neat, I guess. Um, (laughs) uh, You know, Facebook is technically still active, I guess. You know, you can pop us a message there or, you know, just send us an email to tcplanpodcast.gmail.com if you have something, you know, kind of long form or some theories to discuss or reactions to whatever we've talked about or, or just something you want us to react to. As long as it's not being zeroed, we're fine with it. Um, but yeah, I, I think I think that that's kinda come to the end, so y'all have a great rest of your week.
1: Yes, and as always, may the force be with you.